Hey, so, uh, Alton, um, when you get a moment, you, I guess, usher Rue into the medical cabin, uh, to deal with, uh, your usual onboarding procedures. Um, Indeed. Yeah. yeah, so, um, this is something that everyone else in the crew has experienced as well. Alton will go through a medical appointment. He probably looks a bit more reluctant with Rue, but he's like, no, I'm, I'm being professional. <laughs> Got to get this sorted. <laughs> like, um, right, Rue, yes, so... What I generally do, like, uh, with anyone who's on board for any significant amount of time is we, I have just a little, just a little medical appointment just to see if there's any um, ongoing issues, anything that I can help with or that I need to know about, you know, allergies and the like as well, being, you know, got to be able to feed you the right thing. Although um, it kind of, like, looks over and is a bit like, Hmm. Not sure about that one. So, you all good for a medical appointment? Is that okay? And Rue sort of like tried to sort of very deliberately arrange his limbs, sort of like in a very like prim and proper, I guess, way. Um, and it's just like just seems to be observing Alton. Um, not under intense scrutiny, although it might feel like it to someone like Alton. Um, but like the 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 sort of like light behind his eyes kind of just seemed to be just like dimming and brightening just slightly. Um, but he nods. I was like, of course I consent to this. That makes a lot of sense. It is good to know what everyone on board requires for treatment. Yeah, of course. I mean, you're a medical um, uh, person yourself, so. Yes. Um, actually, um, uh, how do you identify? Uh, which, which pronouns should I use? Oh, and like Rue kind of like just nods um, and then tilts uh, the head to one side slightly. Ah, good. My favourite titles are he and they. Typically nurses and doctors on Akron preferred those and as I'm a medic, they are also mine to provide comfort. I don't have any particular interest in any. But those feel right, I suppose. And I'm working on being more comforting. It was initially to try and make the locals more comforted as well, though I don't think it worked very well. But he and they, what are yours? Uh, certainly, um, uh, I use he him myself. Understandable. I'm most comfortable with, right. Hmm. He kind of like um has this kind of unreadable expression. Um after uh Rue referred to uh the locals being suspicious on about them. Um but you know and he just continues on. It's like so uh usually I'd check your vitals and ask you about any health problems, but you might be a special case. Um, I need to ask. Hopefully this isn't indelicate. Um, yes. Is any of your body organic? Sort of like uh, the light behind their eyes dims for a little bit. And then um, the kind of like um, long, long sort of spindly hair, claw-like hands kind of just like 
um, just move a little bit on their own, um, and then um, he sort of like starts to look to one side, like, no, I don't believe so. Investigation and experimentation thus has proved to not, no, nothing organic. I see. That creates a challenge. Right then, um, do you know any of, like, do you display any vital signs that you've discovered yourself? Oh, yes, vital signs. So, not in the same way that uh, more organic forms appear to. I do have some degree of... I suppose uh, a pulse in a way, although not a pulse. I don't appear to be powered by the flow of blood or the pumping or the beating of a heart. Although I have a heart of sorts, I have a core. I have not undertaken a great deal of experimentation, although I know there were some for a time that wished to do so. Have you heard of Anamancy? Bits and pieces. It is a sort of magic that was baked into the isles where I washed ashore upon. We, my mentor, is it, believe that I am comprised of it. <laughs> there. And sort of, uh, Rue's kind of like hands sort of glide a little bit across his chest. Um, and Alton could probably see more clearly now, um, like the black sort of like heavy plated metal, like which looked a little bit like armor is clearly just like plating. Um, and the, like there's these bright seams that sort of run up along, across his chest um, that match the brightness of his eyes. Um, and it's very clearly like that's just and you can probably notice for just some point there's like some degree of like slight pulsing in that um uh through those scenes i suppose um and again like yeah i don't know how much experience alton actually has with magic i just pick up he's not very fond of it but there is that strong sort of sense of something there um which would be very foreign i imagine um to I don't know, <laughs> actually, but yeah, it would just feel very strong. Um, and then, yeah, um, we believe there's a crystal that perhaps encapsulates it, but it is animancy that gives me life, I suppose. Fascinating. And kind of like takes a slightly closer look very intrigued tell me do you know do you have any idea of who I suppose created you how I, d- how I don't down? know I I I don't have memory of that if I think on that too strongly it's like the other memories and I can't talk mm. upon it There are many things that I cannot remember. I was on the island for 18 years, and now I have left, but... Well, 
And then Rue kind of like um, first sort of like uh, stretches one hand out um, his right hand, which against like the long sort of like leather clad claw stuff, and then sort of just like um, not directly at Ultimate, like to the on side, sort of like moves his wrist, and then like the the long blade arm blade kind of like just juts out. Um, <laughs> Which again, it's like longer than like anywhere it could be concealed. Just like, um, and um, he just sort of like just holds it, kind of just to show Alton. Um, and there are like the words uh, uh, "Rue Thursday" etched into it. Um, Interesting. And then they just sort of like tilt their head to one side, and then with like their other hand, their right hand, um, they move a little bit of like the. Um, sort of like apron and like the little like capelet aside just a little bit where like the um the seams of light sort of uh hit obscured and um <laughs> so just like moving it to the side a little bit <laughs> um and you get like, a little peek of like just what appears to be like some do like attempts at welding some scratches or like there's some sort of like tampering um or some kind of like you don't not quite sure um in like different sorts of shapes um, that lead more into where like the light is growing brighter, which is obscured more by the clothes that he's wearing. Um. <clears throat> My mentor is it, and I myself, from studies I have observed of myself and the things that I cannot recall, we believe that I have been perhaps reawoken five times at least by now. This and he um, sort of just like uh, moves the, the hand with the arm a little bit does not appear to match up with some other parts of me. It appears to be newer. And some of these marks, there is more closer to my core implied other modification has been, have been made or repairs how I am not certain you appear to have familiarity with machinery yeah yeah definitely um, grew up in a a factory a factory yeah, weapons making factory, so I know a thing or two. Interesting. Did you see anything like me there? Not exactly, no. Uh, weren't really about uh, making automatons or anything. Nice of a though. Yes. The magic mixture is innovative. It appears to be a conduit of some sort, although I myself perhaps am one. Sometimes the pulses of magic are stronger. I don't understand it much myself. Perhaps I did once, but I can't. I can't. Hmm. I can't recall. Right. You seem to have had quite the, uh, quite the past, quite the life. Do you, do you recall anything from before you went to the island, or...? I do not. I reawoke here on the island perhaps 15 years ago, 
Two years prior to that, I simply washed ashore, but I could not speak, and I was not entirely conscious. But the magic appears to have always been there, if that's what Ethel said. And those are the observations I have made in a purely scientific manner, of course. But, um, well, on Acheron, which I'm already so far from, I suppose... Did you hear from where you were on ship or, or in the factory mm. about 15 years ago? There were rifts opened up around the earth, around the world. A great deal of magic everywhere. A god, apparently. <laughs> Alton just kind of like tenses up and is like, Yep, definitely remember that. Great time. My apologies, are you distressed? Were you also under attack? Uh. There was a few attacks nearby. I am sorry to hear it. You have done well to remain, to make it through to this point. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> I'm good. I will I'm assume good. by the eye roll you are good. Yes, we will not probe further then. But yes, you know of what I speak then. Apparently, when a, a rift opened up, a great deal of creatures spilled out and attacked Acheron. And then I awoke. I had been dormant for two years, and then I awoke, and turns out I'm very handy with a blade and a sword. And more importantly, I could heal what cannot be quickly mended and subdue pain faster than any medicine. I so I suppose something good came out of that. We protected the island and all was good. And then some people stopped the gods, so... That's where that story ended. Mm. Right, so... Fifteen years ago. So your powers might play came when the, the planes were all <laughs> rendered open. We're not certain. Perhaps there is some connection... I have been curious, but again on the island it is... Well, I, many things about me were not talked about. For others' safety and for my own. But I am very curious, travelling here, as a guest to the captain, what I might learn. <clears throat> it truly is a, an exciting time. Yes. Very exciting. Listen, if you're involved in anything, you know, any higher beings are gifting you powers and commanding you about everywhere, leave us out of it, thank you. Don't, don't inflict your magic on everyone here, right? I will not. I'm very careful with my magic now. And I don't get told what to do with it, so... If that's a concern, there is no God speaking through me. Not that I know of, anyway. Good. 
hope not. Well, he visibly kind of like tries to um, relax himself. Sorry, I'm, I seem to be making this conversation very uncomfortable. I will note this for further... further conversations. Do not touch upon these subjects. Patronizing, but actually, yes, I would prefer that. That'll be good. Let's keep our conversations strictly medical. Of course, precisely. So, yes. Um, and Ray like retracts the arm blade and then just like uh, moves like a bit of the leather down. You just see like more like uh, black, sort of like heavy like plates and like um, just you can hear more like clearly like, there's just like clicking of like just um, machinery and like um, still the pulse of magic, but like um, it's still a lot, lot finer and more fluid than any like machinery that um, would typically be done. But like it's a lot more obvious now that Rue is not human at all, um, or elven or anything like that, <laughs> they're not organic. Um, and like so, yes, I will. I suppose, return back to the previous subject. I do not think I have any particular dietary requirements. I don't need to eat or drink. I can feel the texture sometimes, I suppose, but it doesn't seem to fuel me. Mm. Rest and... Perhaps my own core is what sustains me. I see. Well, I guess that uh, makes up for ham. Oh, yes. Ham eats a lot. Ham will eat anything, actually. Again, no bodies, as you've suggested. But refuse and um, fish and pretty much everything. But don't worry, I've told him to be very good. Good, good. I'll try to make sure he stays fed. Yes. If he causes any trouble, let me know. I will stop him, perhaps. Yes. Ugh, I hope so. <laughs> he just kind of just looks like tired. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking. <laughs> probably, I think probably Kara has been very annoyed with that <laughs> as well. My apologies. This appears to be less enlightening and more exhausting. May I ask a question of you, Mr. Uh, Alton? Certainly. Do you have any pre-existing conditions that I should worry, should assist with? <laughs> I'm, of course, a good listening ear. Of course. That picked up on it, did you? Um, well, if you're trying to be a uh, medical doctor to me, uh, believe me, I have tried. Not currently looking for treatment. It doesn't oh. seem to exist. What is the concern? Um, well, I have a number of chronic conditions, uh, chronic fatigue, migraines, uh, oh. organ injuries from the past, you know, just chronic conditions. I am sorry to hear that. There were others on the island who also had similar persistent issues that could not be healed so easily by magic or otherwise. Yes. Yes, that's right. I've found lots of people. It tends to be like post-infection um, or virus or something, or just simply a huge stress around the body, and magic doesn't help. 
the clerics don't care to try. I'm going to still keep looking into it, though. But we haven't found much headway yet. Do you think if clerics tried more, there might be some more research that could be done? (sighs) I mean, maybe magic can help, but then what are they going to do? Cure, what, three people a day? (sighs) It's not... It's not efficient. No, no. What we need is the medics and science to try to figure it out a bit more. We can discover what is going on and find a way to treat people with chronic ailments. That makes sense. My mentor was not a medic himself, but good at magical healing. And his theory, which he, he always suggested to me, was that understanding the scientific way to take apart or put back together a body and to heal naturally and perform surgeries and all this, all the like, would enhance how magic could be performed. So yes. that makes sense. Yes, of course. Sounds like a wise man. Uh, too many people don't believe in this. Just go wave their magic around willy nilly <laughs> and. And then only the wealthy or the pe- the lucky can actually get healed. But anyway, uh, let us finish your appointment. Right. Yes. So if you are injured, do we need to recreate your limbs? <laughs> that may be required. I'm not certain. I haven't encountered such a great degree of trauma before. Uh, perhaps... If perhaps if parts were severed, they might be able to be returned and reintegrated, perhaps? I see. Perhaps I should test this. I'm surprised I haven't yet. Ah, a bit drastic, but if you want, I can try to help. Yes, well, again, a, a large portion of me appears to be more mechanical rather than organic, so... Perhaps your experience with your guns in the factory might be more sufficient than with your medical experience. <laughs> Alton, like, doesn't know how to take that. He's like, uh, should I be offended? I value my medical experience. But it's technically, huh, still good at a thing. <laughs> He's like, yes, yes. Absolutely. Well, um, good. If I, I could look at working together, sometime, I can yes. start sketching out plans. Yes, certainly. I feel that I merely request that um, if you have any curiosity in the manner that I am powered with animancy, that you do not try to take any drastic measures. I would not take kindly to any sort of permanent investigation, shall I say. Entirely understandable. Uh, No, we can be rest assured on that. I'm a medic. I'm not going to harm you in the name of science or anything. Good. My mentor did speak, of course, of um, the potential rarity of this of my status, I suppose, that um, it may 
be enticing in the wrong hands. So I am glad that I am in good company and with very trustworthy people like yourself, Alton. Yeah, I can I can see how that could happen. But yes, no worries. I won't cause you any injury. Good. To the best of my capabilities. Good. Well, yes. Are there <sighs> any other things you require to know? You're, of course, welcome to investigate some of the workings. I can give you notes on other things I have noticed myself. I cannot remember many things before the island, of course. Yes, if I could... Hmm. No, I think I need to do more, more research first. See if I can figure out something about the memory, but... Your physiology is completely different to what I'm used to. I'll... Yes, if I can yeah. do some sketches... of you... That is possible. I will discuss. I am still used to wearing this. And he gestures to the like the mask and like a lot of the other things he's wearing. So if we keep that for later, that will be better. But I am happy to assist with any other things. Certainly, no worries. Just uh, don't get uh, getting any knocks to the head. I'll try my best. Mm. And again, if there's anything I can do to assist, I am more than happy to help. I'm always here to help all. everyone. Everyone here has been so kind to me. <laughs> oh, of course, yes, they're, they're a very nice crew. But yes, yes, I do have I um. I have the medicine covered on this ship, but um, thank you for the offer. Evidently, yes. Good. It is good to be around another loaded person as yourself, Medi-Cout and Vaynerin. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I'm very interested to figure out what what is going on with all of you, how to help if I must. Of course. We are of a like mind, then. Helping is, after all, the ultimate goal. Wonderful. Now, if I could see you another time, I'm going to um, take a fucking nap. Yes, that is understandable. Have a rest. Thank you very much for your work. You've done a wonderful job. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Alton does not know how to what to make a Rue at any given point. Am I being made fun of? And Rue just sort of like nods and just like, you know, then stands up to their full height and just kind of like, or probably not their full height, then just kind of slatches out of where Alton's taken them. And yeah, Alton would just get the vibe of like, Rue seems completely genuine in a lot of the things he says all the time, except for when he like, looks to the side and stuff like that or like you know gets a little bit more evasive but like <laughs> Alton I get the feeling would take it a certain way regardless <laughs> and Rue is not very easy to read because no facial expressions odd way to talk but yes um. thank you very much Alton I look forward to our next meeting uh, yeah 
Bye. He's <laughs> lumping down in his chair. <laughs> so, Neris, you are at this point in time holed away in your uh, bedroom slash study, uh, writing away, reading away, what have you, with uh, various magical notes and items. What exactly are you doing? Um, so Neris is writing a, uh, a few letters, uh, he's also doing a few different calculations as per his, uh, quartermaster trade, um, but he's also got a little, uh, a couple of sheets of parchment just off to his right where every now and then he'd sort of stop whatever he's working on and just scribble a couple of notes down as if he's trying to, like, think of something while doing something else um and he does this for a couple of hours before he properly pushes everything else off to the side and starts looking through these notes um and it's less of like a letter what he's been working on on the side and more of almost like um incantations runes uh partial spell additions um, and just a few like shorthand questions written just sort of in the margins um, and he begins to sort of think about a spell that he's done in the past um, not for a long time he hasn't really had any reason to use this um, but he's been wanting to sort of change up a couple of the spells that he's been taught uh, when he was first taught magic. Um, one of those was a defensive spell um, that he was taught by his uh, his tutor many years ago, which was the ability to almost change time around someone to make them slower, more lethargic. Um, so they don't move as quickly, almost like they're in the air around them as quicksand. Um, he's used that every now and then. Um, he wants to expand on that and change that a little bit. So he's been working on different components and different, uh, different ideas on how to use that instead of affecting, um, a creature just affect a small object instead so if there was a um, an object in motion say for example this small bundle of parchment that Neris picks up that's kind of wrapped up around and he just throws it into the air and watches it fall back down and bounce on his desk he kind of steeples his fingers a little bit and looks at it and then tries to pick it up again, sort of test the weight of it and begin to cast slow, but just try and change it in the little ways as he's kind of written down to try and so, instead of trying to affect someone's mentality of time, he's trying to kind of alter almost like the flow of gravity in a way. Um, 
and he's going to throw this item up and attempt to cast this spell. Okay. Is this a spell that you have, or is this something you're experimenting with? He's experimenting with something. Okay. He's so. experimenting with uh, with the slow spell, which mm. he has, and he's used several times before. He just wants to try and use it to affect an object instead of a creature. Okay. So trying to, yeah, hmm. just to see. He wants to gauge whether this works or not. It will give him information. I will say, roll me an Arcana check. That is an 18. An 18. Also out of curiosity, what day are we on? How long have we been traveling for? Uh, um, actually, which which day do you think it would be at by the time you get around to this? <clears throat> um, it would be either on day four or five. This isn't a pressing okay. thing. Yeah. It would be from day four onwards. Okay, so let's say I'll it's on day four you. then. Okay. Um, so with an 18... Um, you manage to, for a moment, not for its whole descent, but you notice for a moment it seems to briefly defy gravity before resuming its descent as normal. Um, How interesting. And Neris begins to write with a, a very excited fervor um, that uh, no one but Toad would recognize as uh, something that only ever happens when he discovers something new. Um, uh-huh. And he'll, yes. he'll write and he'll write and he'll be in that zone for probably yeah. about an hour before he'll, yeah. Yeah, so at this stage, that's obviously not something he's going to be able to do no. uh, reliably. Um, in it's it's easy enough to do, or relatively speaking, uh, in test conditions. Um, you could probably try it out in the field, but um, the DC will be high, and you would probably be at disadvantage. Um, if trying something like this in the field, um, but it is, it is, it is possible. Um, and the more you experiment with it, then especially if you experiment with it in, in, out in the field, in practice, and you are successful with it, maybe we'll look into, um, decreasing the gold cost to eventually, um, transcribing it into your book. Once, once it is a fully developed spell. Interesting. So now just because I, I like the idea of rewarding a uh, uh, more practical uh, experimentation. Of course. Especially when there is a risk involved. Well, uh, Neris is going to. Um, Sort of just very quietly congratulate himself on that little win that he's had. Um, and we'll 
continue writing and then um, <clears throat> file those few little sheets of parchment in one of his drawers in a little uh, specially marked folder that he's got. Um, <clears throat> and then also in that same drawer, uh, he's going to close it and there's going to be a little bit of a rattle. Then he'll sort of cock his head and open it up again and pull out two stones that he received from the mayor as yes. he was leaving Acheron. And he's going to just sort of look at them for a second and just kind of spin them around in his hand. Um, and then we'll just place the two um, down very deliberately on his desk. Um, kind of hunch down and begin to, piffing his divining orb just on his right, he's going to begin to concentrate and cast Identify on them as well. Alright. Um, so you spend the time um, to identify these. They are both very similar. They are both for the, for the sake of mechanics, they are the same object. They are both or they're, they're two separate objects but they are the same type of magical item. Um, you have here two Anna's stones, um, A-N-A-M-H, stone. Um, so the stone has a faint blue glow to it when in the hands of a spellcaster. And the stone has five charges. Uh, you can expend a number of charges from the stone to cast one of the following spells without any components. Bear the dying for one charge, cure wounds for two charges, Prayer of Healing the three charges. Uh, when all charges are expended, the stone becomes inert and is otherwise indistinguishable from a mundane rock. You have two of those. And they both have five charges? Yes. Excellent. They are in D&D Beyond, if you want to have a look. I have already uh, added them. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Well, Neris is going to sort of look at those for a little bit. Um, kind of nod. Just for very helpful. And he's going to uh, take one, place it in the uh, in his little drawer, back where he got it from, and the other he's going to put into a. Uh, one of the little side pockets in his satchel bag that he carries with him at all times. And I'll just tuck that away and just sort of pat the pocket just to make sure it's all good and tight and proper. And then he will continue to study and learn and research the innumerable things that he needs to research. So, uh, Alton, around about lunchtime, um, you receive, uh, once you have retired to your room, a visitor knocking mm -hmm. upon your door. Mm. Uh, come in. The door opens up and you see, uh, Neris standing there, um, and he does have Toad up in his shoulder, um, and he is going to walk in and close the door. 
apologize. It has um, <clears throat> been a while since we have um, set up a play date. I was hoping we would, uh, we were able to do that now. And he um, pulls Toad off from his shoulder and um, just kind of holds him in front of his chest. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I think, um, I think they, uh, they, they kind of like, they get along well. I think a um, rat might teach Toad a couple of tricks. Let me see where they've gotten to. And you just hear a little like, and a little rat crawls up the side of a, um, a desk and then just like pricks its ears up seeing Toad. Um, Toad also does like a little happy croak and kind of shuffles a little bit. Um, and Neris will just sort of walk over and place Toad down, um, on the desk next to Rat. Um, um, while I, we are all here, I was hoping to discuss something with you, um, from, uh, Business-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, no biting, rat, no, be nice. Uh, yes, yes, of course. It's on your mind. So I was hoping, um, <clears throat> as of yet, you have not had a chance to talk to um, our guests as of yet? Uh, no. Been a little bit too busy. Right, of course. Um, I have spoken with um, Rue briefly, <clears throat> and I was hoping that I should um, – well, there are some concerns which I believe I should pass on to um, – the Polaris as medical professional for your notes. I see. I um obviously I would um normally want to keep something like this incredibly confidential. Mm. Uh, however, you being the medical professional that you are, <laughs> I believe it may be pertinent to your job. A magical professional. More medical than magical. Medical. Right, right. Yes. Okay, do do let me know. Uh, Rue seems to be the interesting person. What have you found? Neris is going to, um, <clears throat> there's like chairs in this office, doesn't there? I would assume there's chairs yeah. or a table or something or other. Um, Neris is going to sort of prop himself down on one of those. Um, and is going to kind of hunch over and place a hand on his chin. Um, and he's just going to flick his eyes to the door really quickly. 
Also, just make sure the door is closed. <laughs> I'm not. Um, obviously, if I was um, uncomfortable with the level of safety on board this vessel, I would. Um, that would be something to take care of immediately. So I do not believe we are in any imminent danger. Just so that we are all clear. Good, good. However, I do believe there is some underlying issues with our new friend that may need to be addressed or at least be made aware of. Right. What kind of issues exactly? Medical issues? There's an interesting tone going on here. Spit it out. No, that is the problem. I'm not very good at talking about um, other things that are uh, more of a secret. I am usually the one that keeps all the secrets. I like keeping the secrets. They are very fun and very powerful things to keep. (laughs) Well, true with that. However, it is uh, very much your job to know these sort of things. So I did not get this from Rue. I got this from other people. So they are not... Um, so technically I'm not spilling Rue's secrets because Rue has not told me. So therefore that makes it right. And now Neris is kind of just like talking out loud, but is kind of trying <laughs> to justify to himself that it's okay to be talking. Mm. Um, and this sort of goes around about for a little while. It was okay. So now that we are both clear on that, um, there has been some issues in Rue's past. Yeah, yeah, seems like it. There was a... I don't know if you're aware, but the people on that island were not very big fans of Rue. Mm, I gather that. They did not do a very good job of hiding that fact. The reason for that... I have found out is there may have been an issue with one of the other people on on that island. There has been, again, I don't know the full circumstances of this, but one thing led to another, and they believe, and... I am disinclined to disagree with them that one way or another, somebody died in Rose care. I see. This does seem to weigh very heavily on Rose, mm-hmm. which is why I am bringing it to you. So, are you telling me all this because you want me to look after Rue's mental health? I believe you should, if you are able to at least be aware of Rue's mental health. 
your skills in I have I mostly I'm more about um more acute issues with mental health. I am not the most trained in that. You are the most trained on board this vessel now. Yes, it would appear so. Right. Well, I can definitely see what I can do. I can ask them some questions, assess how they're doing. I do want to point out, um, <clears throat> as I mentioned previously, I did not get this information from Rue directly. So there may be some small backlash when you mention this. But just so you are aware, um, this is something to be aware of and look out for. And yes. Maybe if you can understand that a bit better than I can. Yes, I see. Of course. So I'll try to see what I can do to help with Ruth's grief, I suppose. Uh, so, hmm. so this is this is the reason you just wish to help Ruth. You seem a little easy about the situation. I am aware that people's pasts can affect their future. And I'm also aware that we are confined in a very small area for a very long period of time with everyone on board. There is not very many places you can go to avoid people. And if someone's past is affecting them, it may then have a flow-on effect to everyone else. <laughs> so I am, of course, looking after Ruth's health. But I am also looking after the health of everyone on board this vessel. Proactive. No, no, that makes sense. I'll see what I can do. I'm not the most delicate person. But um, no, thank you for bringing this to my attention. You don't think Rue's a danger? Just a past thing. I am not sure. Mm. I do. Um, I did hear overhear a conversation or two about Rue's magical ability. Do you know anything more about the source of it? I do not know much of the source of Rose magic, only that it appears to be unstable. Mm. Yes, it does. Well, uh, maybe if we keep Rue in a positive mindset and everything, positive well-being, maybe they won't cause us any harm, um, unintentionally or not. <clears throat> Neris opens his mouth to sort of elaborate a little bit more mm -hmm. on the wild nature of the magic. 
and then looks up at Alton and closes his mouth again. <laughs> yes. But uh, there's just some of my personal feelings on the matter. Um, you can rest assured I will do my best as a medic. I will, I will, I will uh, take this issue seriously. Of course, I have no doubt that you will. Um, for your peace of mind as well, this is um, no your, um, <clears throat> if you will, patient confidentiality. Nothing else will need to be discussed with me if you do not wish to. And I will uh, have not discussed anything with the captain on this matter either. Yes, of course. No, I will. Um, I'll keep it private. I won't let anyone know that you are still to this secret to me. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that. I suppose while you're here, um, how's your memory and everything going after that fun little island adventure? Um, at this shift in conversation, uh, <clears throat> almost immediately, um, Neris like shrinks down in the couch, not like to withdraw into himself, but like to almost recline to like a half seated, half lying position and is looking up at the roof with his hands, like crossed on his chest and begins to just talk. Mm -hmm. Um, well, um, it was very hard for a time. Um, obviously my memory is something that I am very proud of. Um, and having that taken away from me is, uh, it's, it's a very trying time. Um, but I, uh, thankfully I am able to remember everything now after a long, um, after some, uh, some rest and recovery and drinking a lot of water. Um, and I, I, I believe that I am remembering everything correctly and I'm making sure that I'm writing down everything that happens. Um, <clears throat> so that if I do have any memory lapses, I can go back and reference everything again. Um, but no, it, it was very, um, it was a very trying time. Yes, yes, no, it was, um, Mm. See, that was uh, that was very difficult, yes. <laughs> kind of takes that, like, steepled finger stance, leans forward. <laughs> um, and no, I'm glad, um, yes, you know, drinking water, very important. Glad you're keeping on that. And, yes, writing things down, that's, um, got to say, I've done that a little bit myself. So... It's hard to know whether, you know, it really is something going on there still uh, in your brain or if that's just what I'm imagining. I just know I think the memory is all sorted now. Shouldn't be any lasting effects. Yes. No, it, um, it all should be, um, should be okay for now, I think. Um, I am studying a lot of the, uh, the notes that were left behind. Um, 
<clears throat> so maybe in the future we might be able to come up with something that can sort of simulate the effect or maybe even reverse it or make it a bit more potent or something. But um, uh, And Neris will catch himself again talking and kind of flick down to Alton again. And, but that is not important. Um <clears throat> Yeah, what what is important is we are both um okay now, I guess. Yes, yes, no, that is good. I'm very glad everyone came out of that fairly unscathed. Mm. You know, couldn't uh, couldn't leave these two all on their lonesome. How would they cope? No, absolutely. They would not cope at all. No, no, I'm do just great. I think you know. He could uh, probably take to the streets, go live in some noble's mansion or something. Crafty little thing. If he would probably do very well. I don't know what Toad would do. I, I think he doesn't know much outside of this boat. He would probably just mutiny and take over. Yeah, I can, I can picture him doing that quite well. Have to see if uh, Tibble, Captain Tibble will have a spa sometime with him. Well, we shall see. <laughs> but now, thank you for bringing this all to my attention. We'll, uh, we'll get it sorted. Of course. Um, <clears throat> well, um, and Nerith will kind of sit himself back up again and um, brush himself off and straighten up his, uh, his jacket that he's wearing. Um, right, well... Thank you for your time. Um, again, if you need anything, do let me know. Uh, we mm. will be coming into port in the next few days. So if, um, I'll yes. be sorting out requisitions on the first couple of days, I believe. So I'll get that sorted. Absolutely. Uh, well, I hope you have enjoyed today's weather. And I will see you later. <laughs> sure thing, I'll catch you around. There's uh, not many places to hide here. <laughs> Fortunately not. <laughs> Coming into the next day, so what Fishman would have done the day prior is retired to his own quarters. Um, and now this, he, he would not do this in the presence of anyone else. So he only does this when he's absolutely sure. Sorry, excuse me. He's in his own cabin, safe and sound. Um, but Fishman will sit down in the middle of his cabin, um, cross-legged, and get into like a meditative stance almost. And he will run his hand around where he's sitting, almost as if a perfect circle. Um, and then he'll bring it all the way around back to where he started from. And then he will um, put his right arm out um, as if facing straight towards him. He'll close his eyes and he'll focus um, using a certain feature that he has. Um, does he get any kind of response from this? Does his arm point in a certain direction or does he feel uh, anything? 
he does. There is there is a pull. Um, it is back in the opposite direction to where you're going. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. I didn't expect it to happen the first time. <laughs> it happened on pod. Um, okay, cool. Um, so how early of a night do you think it is right now? Is it is it quite late or uh, is it still quite early in the night? I think it would still be quite early. All right. Um, the fishman will leave his quarters after finding out about this and he might go... He he probably trusts Rue a little bit more than Eldrin. He he wants to speak to both, but he would probably approach Rue first. Um, does he know where Rue is? <laughs> because I assume he would know where Ham is. I'm assuming Rue is nearby. Roll me an investigation check. I'm sure the captain would have let us know. Maybe yeah. I don't. Maybe. Um, but yeah, was it investigation? Did yeah. You say? Yeah, that's all right. I miss Newman. He was great with investigation. It was like a plus 20 or something ridiculous like that. <laughs> but now I've got a minus one. <laughs> uh, 10. 10. Um, I mean, it takes you a bit, but you would eventually find Rue. Uh, Rue, where would the fishman find you? Uh, Rue is sort of um, so on the first floor um, uh, Rue was given and like Fishman would probably have heard this if not been told this um, Rue is staying Rue has the use of um, uh, one of the guest quarters um, which is near the kitchen Um, you kind of like start to sort of like investigate you see like a little trail of like a little a couple of pieces of like um perhaps some broken porcelain or something like that um and then you kind of just see like this sort of like large metal shape just kind of just plunked kind of like filling up almost nearly the entire um like hallway just with like a little pointed metal snout just kind of crunching on what looks like a plate (laughs) um like a bone (laughs) um as uh, just like um and then uh as you kind of notice ham eating something um <laughs> uh and like you're already like curious as to what he's eating <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's probably a plate maybe um but let's eat anything is it actually <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah probably okay cool <laughs> <laughs> Darby, please minus one plate from our inventory and add more plate fragments. <laughs> um, and after Fishman kind of notices this, um, he'd say just beyond where Ham is, just kind of like making a little like little noises to itself. Um, is like it looks like Rue. Um, since we kind of like just hunched down a bit, no lights coming up from. Uh, their sort of mask, just this big sort of like dark shape um, standing just in the hallway, like beyond the bed, like just hunched over a little bit. Um, in the same room as him? Oh, uh, yeah, like in, in the hallway, like outside the room. It looks like Cam is kind of like half in the room. <laughs> um, all right. Well, 
Fishman will kind of cautiously walk into the room. Again, still in awe of Ham, because Ham is, like, huge. And, like, something he's never seen before. No, um, probably not. Not not in this it, situation either. Like, even if you heard yeah. the let's, it'd be, they leap out of the ground and they eat you. <laughs> That's it. Um, <laughs> so, Fishman will... Probably like, yeah, again, approach cautiously, maybe with like one hand out towards him, but like slowly and confidently, yet cautiously approaching. Um, Ham's little beady like eyes kind of like snap up to look uh, like meat fishman's as he pauses eating the plate or the, the, whatever sort of crockery. The overall gesture he's trying to give off is like friend non-threatening slouched shoulders um, front on but not in aggressive not approaching in an aggressive way will wait perhaps eases of uh, body behaviour kind of like maybe a snort but as soon as there's a thud or like a stomp he'll stop and just like wait for relaxation again and then like keep on approaching yeah, and Ham kind of like crouches down a bit, like he's a, like a little bit like a cat. It's like like where it tries to like stop, sort of like leap a little, but does like little back leg wiggle, but then just kind of like stills a bit and just keeps like observing you. And then he keeps he like makes like little scratching movements as if he's like trying to like dig a little hole, but it just along the wooden um paneling of the floor. But um, and then just kind of just like crouches down, and just observes. Um, doesn't yeah, well, attack. Fishman will get as close as he can that he perceives as comfortable by him. Mm. So as soon as there's like any form of hostility, he'll he probably stop. But essentially, he's using, I guess you can say, animal handling. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, Roll for animal handling. <laughs> um. Oh god. Um. He rolled a two. Um, so that is a total of 10. Oh. So how, how close does he get? I don't know, because, like, yeah, Ham, like, growls. He probably would, like, start to kind of, like, just hunt down a little bit again. And, like, uh, like that again, like, an animal is about to kind of just, like, leap. Um... Um, yeah, okay, he'll, he'll back off then. If he's about to leap, then, yeah, he'll definitely back off. And he'll probably pull out his um, his notebook and start flicking through pages, um, but then puts the notebook back disappointedly, um, and will kind of casually, nonchalantly, not necessarily yell, but just calmly say, "So, what creature is Ham?" And Rue kind of like you hear like this called like 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 array of sudden like clicking and like like um strange little like mag- like magical saying little hisses and stuff like that and then like as Rue sort of like straightens up um 
and the light um, behind the mask where the eyes are just like shuts on and is immediately red and then shuts off like almost as if there's like a like a um, a slide has gone over it to to the white um, sort of the blue white that Rue's eyes normally are and um, he kind of looks around and then settles down looking at um, you like oh fishman was it that's the name everyone gives me, I guess. Yes, yes, if you do not mind. I don't particularly care what people call me. I see. Ham, yes. Mm. Ham is a bullet. You're being a good boy, aren't you? They... He did not try to eat you, I assume. I've dealt with many creatures and mainly those who live under the sea but I've never seen a howlet did you say oh he's a bullet bullet yes I believe there are many different dialects but that is the one that they speak on Acheron um yeah, so Fishman has never seen something like this. He has no idea how to approach this. And, like, he'll try a couple of things because he's never met them and he's not the smartest kid in the world. <laughs> um, not that he's a kid. Um, he will use things like... Um, he'll, he'll probably use speak with animals um, oh. to try and... Uh, but would probably fail. I'm guessing, Darby, because it works with beasts. Hmm. Yeah, this is not a beast. This but is I a don't believe me as Jake. I don't think he's a beast. Yeah. So <laughs> you would um, just growl at him, but him wouldn't seem to register. Yeah. So is he not a beast? Is he of this world? I believe he's of this world. I regrettably haven't had a chance to study too much of any other examples of his species, although I have read in books that I have read in my time on Acheron that apparently, normally, he is kind of much larger. And dwell mostly in the sand. Yes, he is very good at burrowing, of course. Larger than this. Yes. <laughs> He's he, but like, a runt, apparently. arms, like, rise. Rukai just, like, uh, looks to Fishman and stretches his arms out as well. Um, At least this big, probably, from what I've read. Uh, Fishman might try and approach again, trying the same thing as he did before. Um... Can you roll another animal handling, perhaps? I'll, I'll allow animal handling for this, yeah, because it it's kind of the, it's similar behaviours. It's just he not did a thief. fail earlier, yeah. however. So, yeah, so for that, the DC will be higher. If you're trying to make friends with him, as I assume you were, otherwise you might have been trying to attack him, I suppose. Giving him food is always the best way. He eats oh. anything. They have a very curious biology and digestive system. Uh, Fishman has like 
nothing <laughs> other than <laughs> I guess he'll throw like some rations out just one, <laughs> just one ration from his ration pack um, does that does that help at all Darby uh, you don't know don't know. His well, little metal sharky tail is wagging a little bit, but it could mean anything. <laughs> um, after he throws the ration, you'll probably try and approach again, um, which he rolled a 12 for animal handling, which is a roll of four. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do need to get off. Your dice are cursed. <laughs> let's let's go physical dive now on wherever I put them. Yeah, here they are. Uh, thank you, Annie, for the amazing guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay, he, t- he can take a hit. He's not getting close to him. Um, I'm sure if right. you work at it, he'll grow to like you and be a good friend, as he is to me. I, I reared him, of course, so I have an advantage, I suppose. I have my contacts with a few of the chefs on this vessel. Oh. Mayhaps I could procure some food another time. But for now, I'm actually here to see you, Rue. To see me? Why do you wish to speak with me? And Rue will, like, move closer beyond beyond Ham and stepping closer to look down at Fishman. Well, not not that far down. Fishman's also quite tall. Do not take offence to this, but you are strange. You are yes, an enigma. I try to be. Well, I don't really. I try to be very approachable, but it doesn't quite work. It's very vexing. I'm trying my best, you understand? I understand. You have a very friendly... You have a very friendly personality, but your appearance you. and your your demeanor is mysterious and ominous. Is, is it the mask? The mask doesn't help. I would be afraid that my real face would make it worse. You're... Perhaps this is just what I have experienced in the past but uh, doctors can be quite scary and your mask reminds me of doctors oh true that's right don't worry I've heard that if you are afraid of a doctor having an apple will save your fears so I would always recommend carrying one on you I'm not afraid of them, of course, but I'm not afraid of many things, so that would be strange. But maybe that will calm you. I find apples very calming. Perhaps it will do the same for you. But if you like, I can try to do something to make you more at ease. How can I help you? I would like to know you a little bit better, Rue. Really? If the captain trusts you, then I trust you. And the captain seems to very much trust you. Yes. He does not know me very well, but he appears to be quite trusting of everyone. Was he the same with you? Yes. Uh, 
Absolutely. What? Without a doubt. You seem very sure of yourself, Mr. Fishman. That would be because I am. It's a great trait to have. I've done I many would... great things. Oh. I'm proud of who I am today. That's good. You can have done a good job. Thank you. Uh, but enough about me. I know me. I don't know you. Yes, true. You requested information about me. How could I help you? What can I say? What can I... What can I do? What question would you like answered? Those I'm more than really... happy to answer. <laughs> Many don't seem to... Well, I suppose you've answered that for me. The doctor appearance. Perhaps I will have to have an apple as a peace offering. It wouldn't be bad. That may just help. <laughs> okay, invest in apples. Thank you. This has been invaluable. I do so hope to become more well acquainted with your crew while I am here as a friend of the captain. I do not wish to make anyone uncomfortable, of course. I don't believe you'd make anyone uncomfortable. It's just... Good. You are a new addition to our crew. And yes. when you are on our ship, the captain will treat you with hospitality. But it's then up to you whether or not you deserve that hospitality. And thus far, you seem trustworthy. Good. The captain can at times be... I don't quite know the word for it, but they can invite people who should not be invited on the boat. There's been a recent example of that, unfortunately. Oh. Oh, the captain dear. is very trusting, but the captain is also wise and knowledgeable. I we see. trust, or at least most of us trust the captain. Yes. I myself believe uh. everything the captain does is just. However, it can at times be the detriment of our crew. I have seen a variety of opinions upon the captain and also the crew. At least among your quartermaster and your cook. We're an odd bunch, aren't we? You certainly are, but it seems to be working for all of you. Um, look, I'm going to be a little bit more direct. Those villagers seemed not terrified of you. you not would be correct. It's not that they feared you, but it they feared perhaps something that you have done or will do. What uh. did they mean? Why did they show such disgust when you tried only to help them? To assist them, give them shelter. They were still adamant at warning us about you. And I want to know why. It is one of these talks then I see. And Ruth sort of tilts their head to one side and like um uh the brightness of their eyes sort of dims a little bit and sort of just like the, the intensity of the colour sort of flickers a little bit briefly. I don't mean to cause offence. I have no reason to distrust you. As far as I'm aware, you've helped us with our cause. You've used... You've, you've given so much to these, these people and us as well. Strangers. 
Yes, I want to help. And yet they almost despise you. I'm not asking so that I can share their opinion or values. I'm asking because I feel it is unfair. I'm asking because I do not know. I'm asking if there is another side to this story that I'm not gathering here. Your quartermaster appears to know. We have spoken on this. He is an intelligent man. He knows a lot of things. He perhaps knows too much. <laughs> but perhaps. he loves it. He knows yeah. everything and everything about this boat, or so he thinks. There's a few things he doesn't know, but we don't talk about that. He does appear to like knowing things. It's. I'm sure he brings him some form of comfort, security, safety. I agree. I think your observation is correct, Mr. Fishman. What I shall say on my behalf, I suppose, there were rumours on the island that uh, people I was close to who disappeared. Under circumstances, I am not certain entirely upon what happened, but partial fault which was mine I do I do not always use my magic as much as I used on the island against those monsters sometimes things go wrong I do not wish ill upon anyone and I am still trying to gauge how how to be better Will have to be better, I suppose, on how to deal with people's feelings and how to help them. I do really want to help people, but... But why? They cuss you, they dismiss you, they don't value your efforts. Why do you help them when they clearly show no respect for what you're trying to achieve? I'm a very lonely person. And I've been alone for a long time. And I find it very difficult to make friends. And so I want to make friends. And if I can't be friends, then at least I'd like to be helpful. He'll turn again. He'll turn again to Ham. (laughs) It seems you have made a friend, perhaps a lifetime friend. Yes. I reared ham from an egg. I found it on a deep part of the ocean when I woke up after a terrible day in my life. And I suppose much like me, after time, he hatched. And although ham and perhaps it's kind of viewed as more dangerous sometimes or unpredictable. He's a good friend. And I'm sure in time he will grow accustomed to you as well. As long as I remain on the ship anyway. That is... I'm not quite... I'm not quite sure how to treat that information. 
Are you saying That's that if you fair. were to leave the vessel, Pam would run wild? I would hope not. I was not intending that to be a threat. Well, perhaps it could be, I suppose. No, not a threat at all. Just, just confirming, not a threat. I don't really know. He sort of seems to do what he wishes, but he is calmer. We have an understanding. I, you mentioned from an egg that you yes. found him. What? Yes. And again, I do apologize. I have ne- never met one of your people. No. How do you... I have never met someone like you. Would Ham see you as a mother figure, a father figure? What? How do you I don't know. go by? Oh. Perhaps oh, that of just a parental figure. Father or parental figure? Well, I suppose mother is fine as well. Father or parental figure? I'm sure that if you were to just mysteriously disappear, I'm sure Ham would not be too happy. I hope not. That does sound somewhat ominous, I will say, Mr. Fishman. I'm sorry. I mean it in jest. I would not be aboard this vessel if that were to happen. (laughs) Of of course. Of course. I I appreciate you asking this. He's gotten perhaps a liking to me, but not in the way that I'd want no, he may still like the taste of you, perhaps. But I'm sure in time he will wean off this. But, anyways, beside the point, sorry, I am getting My sidetracked. Apologize. yes. Don't apologize, stop. <laughs> don't, don't apologize for just existing. <laughs> I don't see the point in that. You I've don't. seen you do nothing but good things. Rue just kind of looks very, like, the lights behind their eyes sort of dim a lot. Um, they, they kind of, like, turn their head down to look more directly at Fishman, but doesn't say anything. Then, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I came to you because I have a question for you. I, I notice you, you use magic. I do. And you've mentioned you use magic. Yes. Of what form is this magic? What would you categorize it as? Because I'll be honest, I've never seen something quite like it before. I don't know if you heard or if you have heard the term before, but the professor or the archaeologist that is also staying aboard the ship called me an Anamdal. He's a studier of anomancy. It is a particular kind of magic that is present upon the Isles. I do not know a great deal about it. Do you speak of Eldrin? Yes, Eldrin Forbray, the explorer and stranger to the island. He. That that is the reason we came to this island. I see. And whilst I do wish to speak with him... I would much prefer to speak with you first, in case you happen to know anything of the island. You mentioned you've been alone for some time. I imagine you can't get away from that island, especially with Ham. No. How long have you spent on that island? I have been awake on this island for 18... Well, I've been present for 18 years, awake for 15. There was a rift that woke me. 
I... A rift? Yes. I do not know if I am tied to that. There was a god, I believe it was called. Zorthan Tathar or something like that. That does not exist anymore. Or not on this plane, anyway. A I lot believe of... I've made a great decision speaking with you first. Why not of so? this plane, you say? Yes. Of which you plane seem... are they yes. of? I do not recall. It is difficult, of course. This was more something that happened across the seas in Dorm, I believe it was. Um, but... Darby, does Fishman have any record of Zorthrum? Roll me a history Good old check. ZT. Good old ZT, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's an excellent... Uh, uh, what am I doing? No, I said physical rule. Ah, okay. Um, that is a five. <laughs> Fishman. I, I just add like by default went Does to D&D Beyond, and that was Does a mistake. <laughs> uh, I'll happily thinking. roll with a physical die the next time. Do you have? Do you have inspiration? I used it on something uh. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it was, the but it was best something thing dumb. To use inspiration on. That's true. Uh, I usually true. I usually hoard inspiration, so I'm going to make more of an effort to just use it almost straight away. So it's a yeah. good idea. Like, yeah, I, I it wasn't good hoarding it. Like, it doesn't. It's not good. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's you like. With a five, I, surely that's I like. Don't, have you <laughs> three more than two? That's. Here's, here's a question: How long? How long has Fishman been on Fiello? Has um, he, has he been around on Fiello long enough to have been around at the time? He is. Oh, yeah. Hang on, let me let me have a quick look. He's um still quite young by his species standards, he would have entered Fialor still quite juvenile, um, but probably maybe 30 years. 30 years. So Max. That's max. So it's been 15 years. Yeah. So, like- so you're vaguely aware of, like, there was something, hap- like, something... There was some major planar event that you were aware don't, don't of. Don't give me too much, though, because it was a five. Yeah. <laughs> five out of twenty. Like, just the nature, the nature of yeah. who you are. Um, Sorry, five out of 19. There was, there was a major planar event that you were aware of 15 years ago. Um, you never were made aware of, like, the cause of the event, though. Is there a particular reason it interests you, sir? I have my reasons. Of course. I hear of tales that tales. there was a major event. I wasn't sure where. But you mentioned Dora. Yes. And you mentioned Planar. Yes. Perhaps this could be very useful to me, actually. Oh, good. What more can I tell you? Um, He'll probably take a pause there and he will open up his notebook and start writing down a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Rue just watches him without comment. (laughs) What do you know of this 
Zorthr. I admit I don't know a great deal, unfortunately. I just know of the tales that, um, it was about 15 years ago. It was a chaos god or something like that, perhaps a demigod, maybe. And it tore holes in different planes. And upon our island, we were unlucky enough to be a near one, I suppose. I awoke while the entire island was under attack. And that's uh, when... Laura, can you please roll an inside check? Yes, please. I'd love to. Um, and he will do... If he's trying to, like, hide emotion, Darby, is that a performance or a deception? Uh, if it's if it's deliberately hiding emotion, that is deception. Deception. All right. Fourteen. Nineteen. All right. You see, like him struggling to hide a massive grin Ooh. and failing. Classic fish man. <laughs> Poor Fishman. That's probably the best role he's had all night too. <laughs> no, he got an eighteen earlier oh, with true. the um with the card. There we go, there we go. Yes. Or to come, spoiler alert, depending on when it's spliced. Yeah. Um but yeah, so yeah, you see Fishman like hiding like or failing to hide a massive grin. You can tell he's getting like quite a bit of kind of enjoyment out of this. May I ask why you are so curious? What are your goals? I have been in Fierlor for a very long time. And I have been looking for something. And I have failed for a very long time. And you are probably the closest I've gotten to finding this thing. You've probably noticed I'm quite excited about this. You are. This is... I've not heard of this before. And this, I believe, could be exactly what I'm looking for. How can I help you further, then? I've taken maps of the island. And he'll bring out charts the charts that he wrote during his scouting and during his adventures on the island with the party. Mm. What do you remember? What was your first memory of the island? You mentioned perhaps Zorthram awakened you, you said, and you Uh, mentioned that this could be due to a rift, extra planar. This could be exactly what I'm after. What... Do you remember location-wise? Any landmarks, any details, any feelings? Oh, right. I I, I picture... Well, Darby, I'll let you figure out some of that. Um, I picture it being, like, on the beach or something like that. I do know Rue was stationed at Ezzet's house um, for two years because he thought it was a statue. (laughs) Um, And um, I'll give everyone for free. Um... Yeah, like, there would have been, like, a sky opened up, like, a rift, a tear opened up over there. What sort of creatures came out, I can't remember. Yeah. 
Um, I think I can't remember whether I've told you something specific, but if, oh, yeah, I'm I happy think, to take a pause or a break in the recording if you wanted to but, like message each other. Um, <laughs> if I haven't, mm. um, then it probably would have been um, incorporeal undead like ghosts and stuff from oh that's interesting because of the no comment (laughs) the connection to animancy in the uh in the area there were a lot of spirits it was an interesting experience Mostly incorporeal creatures. It was difficult to fight back, but my magic assisted with it, I suppose. I believe it was a large surge of the sort of magic that I hold at my core, I suppose, you could say. There was flashes, perhaps, of a tear above the beach where you where the, where the where your boat docked after you sailed here from the ship that is what i can remember all filled with animancy i do not know whether it is the tie to that sort of magic that woke me as i appear to be comprised largely of it whether it was the cause. I would hope not the latter. Did, sorry, did Rue mention anything about like undead or anything like that? Uh yes, like like, like spirits, like um undead. Yeah, spirits. Perhaps this is not what I'm after. Undead is not is not typical of what I'm after. What are you after? No disrespect, but I'd like to keep that private. I understand. I won't press further. But thank you. Um, I do appreciate what you've told me today. It's helped quite a good deal, but... I think I need to think on this. My apologies that I cannot be of more assistance. And one other favor, please. Yes. And I'm sorry to say this. And it's quite funny that I say I'm sorry to say this. Yes. Please stop saying sorry when it is not your fault. (laughs) I will try to work on that. My... I will stop saying sorry as much as I possibly can. Perhaps instead of sorry, perhaps go with this apple idea you had. Shall I give them an apple instead of saying sorry? I believe that's a good start. Okay, I'll have to obtain some apples. I'm sure we have some in storage. What a good idea. I will have to take a leisurely walk into the storage and then 
this this will be good. Improve my standing with the ship, and make people less afraid of me and more willing to talk, so I can help them with their issues and also stop saying sorry. Thank you very much, Fishman. This has been enlightening. I I only. I'm Apple that I could not assist you more on your own journey. Sorry. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Um, <laughs> Fishman will laugh. The, 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 the little light behind this sort of like eyeglasses just like flicker. <laughs> like, um, be like, like bright sort of like green perhaps when they, when they try to say this. Like, like their whole like physicality is like very chipper like yes um fishman will whilst he's laughing open up his notebook and do some scribbles in his in his notes and will tear out some pages um let's go three pages and on each page there is a drawing of an apple (laughs) until you find some apples real apples give these to people I'm sure it would make a little bit more sense than just saying apple in the place of sorry. That's a wonderful idea. I appreciate that and very well drawn too. You really do. I can understand why you're so confident now. It's good to be confident. It's good to believe in yourself. And I would encourage you to do it more. Good. Ham seems to believe in himself quite well. Oh, well, that's understandable. Ham is very handsome and a good friend and a handsome. great conversationalist. <laughs> yes, handsome. <laughs> my father used to, my father figure used to think that was hilarious. Your father figure? Yes, uh, yes, uh, is it? Um, he is, so the uh, father figure has a father figure. How profound. You're right. And is this father figure this Zorthron you spoke of? I would certainly hope not. No, as it was a bird oriental uh, like the others on the island that he left on a boat with a wolf on the flag and did not return for three years. So now I'm going to find him and perhaps explore a bit more of the world. I have to start with finding an apple tree. You must excuse me, Mr. Fishman. I have someone I need you to deliver this to immediately. Um, uh, be on your way then. You don't have to ask. You can just go. Oh, of course not. But I will probably leave before you, given the conversation we've had about Ham in your absence. I don't want to be in a room alone with Ham when you're not here. Okay, goodbye, good day. Have a good day. And he will just, like, quickly scuffle out of the room. Um, Once he is out of the room, though, he will write in some more notes, um, one of which is to speak to the captain post-haste regarding... It's fine. It's cool. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and later that, in, in about five minutes' time, Nerus finds a little part, little piece of paper slid under his door in an incredibly creepy fashion, with like a couple of like long, sort of little black fingers, sort of like sliding that under the crack there, and then just the 
patter 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 of like a very large figure bounding off and it's a little piece that's one of the apples <laughs> amazing all right yeah cool um fishman will not speak with eldrin yeah he believes he's got all the answers he needed from Rue. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, he'd probably retire for that night. Okay. Sorry, I'm not sure when you'd splice this in, but I like to imagine this is before the card betting. I mentioned retiring to his quarters. Little did he know this would be the last of his retirement funds that he will be enjoying. But he will lose them all. <laughs>